0: So, Jr. the state Democratic convention is going to be held in Oshkosh this weekend. More than a dozen Democratic candidates have announced their intention to run for governor. The winner of the August primary faces Governor Walker in November. So what will be the scene at the Democratic convention? Will delegates be fired up?
1: We have seen an enthusiasm gap where Democrats have suggested in polling that they are more excited about voting than Republicans are. So we'll see if that carries through to convention Um, There obviously is a segment of the Democratic base has been inspired to action because of President Trump. We've seen that turn out in some special elections around Wisconsin so far. So this may be another indication of how excited they are about the fight coming up in November.
0: The state Republican convention featured the endorsement for U.S. Senate. What will be the big event for the Democrats?
1: A couple of things. I mean, this is going to be the first opportunities for the candidates for governor to kind of have a captive audience of activists of this size uh, to speak to. I mean, they've been doing all kinds of smaller events around the state. They've been doing forums and debates. But this is going to be a chance to have, you know, um, somewhere several hundred uh, to a thousand activists in a room and have a chance to make a pitch to them to go out and tell their friends and neighbors to support Canada X. So it's an opportunity for these guys to even introduce themselves to these, these, dele- these delegates and activists and get to know them better.
0: Moving on to the events of last week, another legislator has decided to call it quits. Democratic State Representative Leon Young of Milwaukee announced that he will not seek reelection in fall. He's been in office since 1993, but hasn't always been popular and has faced Democratic primaries in the past, sometimes with three or four people running to his left. Do you think there will be a lot of interest in this seat?
1: Well, it's a deep, deep blue district. So, wh- whichever Democrat wins in the primary in, in August is almost assured of having it for a long, long time. Uh, what's really interesting is the deadline to file a notice of non candidacy was May 25th for incumbents. And Leon blew that deadline by about five days. Why that's interesting is in 1992, his aunt had the seat and laid the last minute to announce she wasn't seeking reelection. That allowed just Leon, and another Democrat, to be the only candidates in that primary. He won it with like 60-some percent, and then it helped kind of pave the way for his political career to begin. He actually then passed a law not long after that. That changed the rules so that if it happened again, the uh, people looking to run for that seat would have an additional three days to file nomination papers. So for Leon's seat, um, those who want to run for that Assembly District in Milwaukee have until June 4th. The father the paper than June 1st.
0: Also, Americans for Prosperity, which is funded by the billionaire Koch brothers, is launching an ad campaign on behalf of Republican Congressman Glenn Grothman. He faces a challenge from Democrat Dan Cole this fall. Grothman is seeking a third term and has said he's in the fight of his life this time. How big of a boost does the Koch money give him?
1: It's not like millions of dollars being spent but at this point it's all about messaging kind of trying to make an imprint with voters and lay a marker down ahead of November so the real ad campaigns won't start till later on this year but it's just a kind of a a little bit of a foundation to have a certain message attached to Glenn Rothman ahead of that.
0: There was more speculation last week about the future of House Speaker Paul Ryan, who is not seeking re-election this fall. His lame duck status apparently is ruffling feathers in Washington and rumors are swirling that the caucus might replace him. What's the reality here? Could Ryan be replaced and not allowed to finish out his term as Speaker?
1: Possibly. It, it just depends. Republicans can stitch together the ones who want to push him out. If they can stitch together enough votes to do that, you know, politics, uh, people in politics, they hate a vacuum. And what's happened is because Ryan has announced he's not going to seek re-election, there's a perception that he's lost some leverage over his members. I mean, the way you keep a large caucus together is the powers of things like fundraising for them or votes on their bills next session or committee assignments. Well, Paul Ryan's not going to be there starting in January to hand out those assignments or make those assurances on bills. So he's still raising money at a furious clip and trying to do what he can to help Republicans uh, beat back challenge from Democrats. But some of the leverage is gone. And when that happens, there are people looking for somebody new. And that's part of what's going on here. I mean, I've talked to some people who are just aghast at the idea that Paul Ryan's trying to, you know, as he said, run through the finish line and you know finish strong as Speaker, that there are people trying to look at pushing him out or even talking about it. But this is a distraction. He also has got issues like, the farm bill blew up a couple of weeks ago on him, part because you could not hold these these various factions of the caucus together on that legislation. There's a push now; it's called a discharge petition to force a vote on a uh, path of citizenship. We call Dreamers—you know, young immigrants who were brought here illegally as children, but they're now they're they live most of their lives. What do you do with those folks? Uh, that's those are signs that Paul Ryan is kind of losing a little bit of the grip on the caucus and. Again, it's partly because there's a little bit of a a lack of leverage anymore for what he can do to these members.
0: And finally, Governor Walker is signaling he won't push for a measure similar to a new law in Iowa that would ban most abortions after the sixth week of pregnancy. The law is the most restrictive in the country. Wisconsin prohibits abortion after 20 weeks unless the mother's life is in danger. What are Governor Walker's reasons for not pushing a six-week ban?
1: It just came up briefly in a a kind of a Q&A with him with some reporters. He didn't really get to much depth with it. But, you know, for Walker, he's not looking to push really divisive issues right now. He's seeing and been warning about the possibility of a blue wave. He's trying to play up his kind of bipartisan credentials while also keeping the base, you know, motivated. So he can point to things like, you know, property tax bills being lower in 2018 than they were in 2010. He can point to things like the tax cuts his administration helped push through to kind of keep that base excited. But he doesn't want to get into divisive social issues right now when Republicans, for example, have struggled with uh, educated suburban women who tend not to like the idea of going that far in abortion restrictions. I mean, not kind of generalizing, but that's not a very popular issue with certain demographics, and that's an issue for Walker. He doesn't want to be fighting these kind of really stringent, you know, kind of really red meat for the base kind of issues when it could be a blue wave year that you're warning about.
0: At the same time, the Republican candidates in the U.S. Senate race in Wisconsin support banning abortion with no exceptions, and they support a federal personhood law that would criminalize certain forms of birth control. State Senator Leah Vukmir and Delafield business exec Kevin Nicholson will face each other in, in August. The winner takes on incumbent Democrat Tammy Baldwin in November. Do you get the the impression that abortion is going to be a big issue in this race?
1: It definitely is in a primary, and what's happening is these two candidates are, you know, trying to win a primary right now, and there are definitely significant segments of the Republican base who are in line with that viewpoint. Now, the worry that I hear from some Republicans is these two candidates are getting so focused on winning the party nomination, they're losing sight of the need to win a general election. November is Tammy Baldwin. Now. There are obviously Republicans who will say that Tammy Baldwin's extremist when it comes to abortion. But on this issue, you know, this position, with no exceptions, we've seen polling that suggests that's not a very popular position. So that could be an issue for them. Whichever one emerges, it gets to the November election.
0: Thanks for joining us, Jr. Anytime. That's Wispolitics.com editor Jr. Ross. You can join us each week for our conversations. And if you haven't done so already, subscribe to Capital Notes on iTunes, NPR One, or wherever you get your podcasts.